Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford Issues, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. Their charitable foundation, Sharing Change, is funded by members who round up their electric bills to the nearest dollar each month as a donation, and they support hundreds of local nonprofits. Find out more at sharingchange.org. Well, it's almost school time. You can hear the uh, distant sound of school bells ringing. We're talking with uh, Rutherford County School Board Chair Tammy Sharp today, and uh, you can see that the school campuses are buzzing, cars are there, teachers putting stuff up in their rooms, getting ready. It's it's almost here, Tammy. And parents are cheering. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to a lot of the parents in my neighborhood, and they're ready for the kids to be back in school. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's always funny how we, we eagerly anticipate the end of the year and, you know, vacation time. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, it's like, what are we going to do now? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. And it, and it does go by so fast. Um, you know, a lot of people go on vacations and things like that. The board has been training and we took a few weeks off we had a few respites with no meetings and everything so everybody can travel but uh, everybody's ready to get to go in again well i did want to uh, also make mention the uh, new school calendar is at rcschools.net uh, you can take a look at it there um that full week at thanksgiving is a little interesting that's down now on the calendar so that's the big new thing i guess this i year. think that's just nice for everybody because you know we have so many people that move here from other states yeah um and that gives them an opportunity to um you know travel back home if they need to and it also gives our teachers a, a good break and you know everybody just so it's not so rushed um, so I'm happy that we did that. I'm happy that, you know, we've implemented the two days in our calendar for security protocols to review, you know, at the beginning of the school year. And then when we, I believe when we come back in January, there's a full day that the teachers and staff will be on campus without the students and they can go over protocols just to make sure everybody's on the same page and implement anything that needs to be changed from the last time that they met. Also, um, on on that note of security there uh this is not uh, a secret because this has been well publicized i think now but starting this school year i mean there are already some school sanctioned events going on in sports with golf uh coming coming to mind and with school starting there are going to be all kinds of things in the school any type of extracurricular event you're kind of um I guess you have a policy on what can be brought in by the different folks. Right. And we're just trying to shore up where we can, you know, plug those holes. Um, I've seen dogs that probably weigh 150 pounds um, with literally chain link uh, uh, chain around their neck. Um, And I'm not sure why they brought him. Uh, I love my little two liter, uh, he's 10 pound dog, but I would never take him to a football game. So um, Patty Esser's done a great job. Um, there's other school districts that have implemented the same policy. And I, I just think it just makes good sense. You know, so so they, uh, it makes coming into the football game faster because they don't have to clear as much. Um, it's, you know, it's essentially like going into the airport. You know, there's less to clear and um people can come in and out uh, but once they leave they can't come back in so i think that's going to that's going to help because there's a, historically have been you know children dropped off and you know i never thought about leaving the skating rink or the football game or anything after my parents dropped me off but i you know i might would do that today because 
you know, everybody's got a car or everybody sure. wants to go somewhere. So, um, you know, just, just trying to square up the security where we can. So this new policy, um, it's going to restrict some of the things that you bring in to uh, an athletic facility or, you know, uh, going to see your kid perform in uh, their theater class or, or whatnot within the school building or school campus uh, at athletic facilities. But it, it's not like you're you're restricting essentials or anything like no, that. No, no, because, you know, you have women who have children who are, you know, on the bottle, infants or something like that. You know, if it's a clear bag, I really don't think it's any different than some of the other buildings that we were starting to go into. People are just tightening up that security just to take the extra precautions. I mean, if you go to a Titans game, it's the same. If oh, you go absolutely. to MTSU, mm-hmm. it's the same. They implemented that a few years back, and uh, just an extra safety precaution. Other things that go along with that, people may or may not notice, but there are going to be a few more SROs at these events and things like that, too. We do, and that they have one of those towers. I'm not sure what they call it sometimes that they bring in, uh, but there's so many people concentrated in that one area. You know, and you have rivals that um, sometimes don't get along. I mean, we've seen some of the rivals, some of the things that have happened at uh, graduations uh, in years past. This year was phenomenal. The staff, um, the SROs that came in uh, that worked at, I mean, I I saw them coming in with their equipment. And um, I I was very pleased that we kind of taken that extra step because it's just so many people and we can't say you can come in or you can't come. So there's other people that may be coming in there that are not our students or not family. So, And unfortunately, we've, we've seen some security, um, um, I, I don't want to say breaches, but, uh, you know, some things that have been unsafe. Um, uh, the graduation a few mm-hmm. years ago, yeah, that's what uh, I was referring to. one of the football campuses uh, ha- had an incident as well. And so just kind of keeping that... Um, to a minimum and also just keeping an eye out for that this is going to help tremendously it seems it is and and everybody everybody's on board I think you know when you talk about we're, we're doing this for security reasons to keep us more secure I think people are in favor of that um, I've gone to this little wallet because I can get in and get out somewhere. I don't have to go through a lot of security. Um, so now I have another big bag in my car. I am a bag lady, but, um, you know, if I'm going to run in and run out somewhere, I, I just use my ID and this has got everything in it. So um, I, I just think we need to take those extra precautions just to be on the safe side. Yeah, just um – I, I would hate not to, yeah. you know, hate yeah. not to and say, oh, we should have done that. And that's one thing as a board with Patty Esser, who uh, came in this year. She is phenomenal. Uh, she's She's been training uh, with our teachers. I, I, I can't say enough about her. And there obviously there's things that we are looking at as a board that we're not going to talk about publicly because we don't want to give away any of our strategies. But we are looking at every single thing possible that we can do to keep our students and our staff safe. Well, that that is obviously the key. And so when you when you go to events this year, it, it's going to be different. Pack your patience. Just kind of go with the flow because it's all about uh, safety of of everyone there. Uh, Rutherford County School Board Chair Tammy Sharp joining us today. Um, I did want to ask about the the new uh, building additions that were approved. Are, are we seeing some action at uh, some uh, of these places? Oh my goodness, yes. Um, 
not yet at uh, Riverdale and Oakland. We've, we're finally getting the permits. We're wrapping up the permits. We should see some movement on that in the next couple of weeks. Um, I went by Smyrna about two weeks ago, and they've already broken ground. Uh, as a matter, of spa- a matter of fact, I spoke with Sherry, uh, Dr. Sutherland, uh, just the other day, and we, uh, she was needing to buy a golf cart uh, that would carry six staff or you know six people to get around the construction and everything it's already started over there so it's a little bit different design than what riverdale and oakland has so we were able to you know we didn't we weren't in the city so we didn't have to do those permitting so that's why they got started first but they're absolutely excited about that they've also started um with their new sports program that smyrna ready mix and dow smith had given i think it was like 4.5 million dollars um in services and financial support to do a new field house and some stuff around the football program um so that's already begun over there so smyrna has got a lot of stuff going on over there and um i, I hope uh, dr sullivan's got her skate uh, dr sutherland has her skates on yeah. because it's going to be it's going to be a big year for her I, I did notice that the uh oakland high school had put out some new um pickup procedures and and routing and things so they're they're preparing for this to start this semester at some point and that's the hard thing about you know having a construction zone in the middle of a school uh because um and i think that's probably like probably what's leading to a little bit more of the cost you know which we had this year um for the pricing uh, is because we have an active school and there's going to be an active construction site. So there's just more layers of protection that they're going to have to put in there and move things around. There's more for them to do just to keep everybody safe. Tammy, uh, you were uh, talking before we went on the air about uh, the story that we had uh, out of the, the governor's office and uh, economic development about uh, McNeilish trucking and manufacturing uh, coming in and bringing some jobs and that kind of prompted you uh, to talk about a, a new welding program that's coming to one of our schools so excited Laverne High School has uh, I don't know if it's the first but it's as long as I've known uh, it is the, the first that they've had in a long time a welding program um, and I know over 100 students have already signed up and I've, I've spoken with the teacher um, some of you may know the teacher uh, he was uh, formerly or maybe he still coached Jason Bowers for the archery team at Blackman his daughter was I think she was state championship but we had you know a lot of um, everybody knows him so he I've been I've been after him for years because he's been a welder and I'm like Jason you got we got we need the CTE program so uh, when the opening came across Dr. Sullivan sent some jobs out to us and I called him I said Jason it's put up or shut up (laughs) so he he went through the process and everything and he was hired and um, super he's super super excited about it so when I saw the news release about McNeilis coming in and that they were doing welding and doing aftermarket uh, parts for probably Nissan they didn't say um, I reached out to the city of Murfreesboro and said look we we've got students that will be graduating with a welding certificate we need to talk to them so either we get a job pipeline or we get some sponsorships or some internships or something um, you know with them uh, they're coming they're going to bring a hundred jobs I'm told but maybe we can fill some of those jobs yeah. with our students so um that just came out this week, so I'm, I'm waiting for the meetings and things like that to be set up. 
and we can move forward so well that's 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 exciting and and i i I do want to also mention cte offerings and and those those are career it stands for career technical education so we're talking about some career paths that maybe students are 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 not um, going to extend their education and you know a higher education institution, but they can graduate with a, a certificate that that also can get them in the job place and get them experience while they're in school. And what's unique about it is each high school seems to have different focuses. And so, uh, how does someone? What if they find the focus that maybe it is welding, but they live somewhere else? How how, how does that benefit that student? Well, in the past. Let me preface that. In the past, we have given zone exceptions if that's their career path. Uh, now, if the, the school is overcrowded, you know, your chances are not probably good yeah. to get that. You know, if you want to go into um, the, uh, there's a small vet program, I think it's Myrna of uh, Stewart's Creek. Uh, if you wanted to move from, you know, one down south up to there, I, I'm not sure that that's going to happen. Just um, because of their just population. Because of the, just because of the population. Yeah. Uh, but like Siegel High School, we have a drone program there. There's not a lot uh, of discussion about that. Um, but it's an incredible career path because we are, we're working with MTSU, which they work with, I believe it's Delta. So you can, you can go through the drone a lot of uh, students, while they're doing their drone lessons, they take flying lessons at the same time because our school has one of the only simulators, probably in the United States, that you can fly on, do your testing and everything mm-hmm. on the simulator, and it counts toward hours for your flying. Um, we ha- uh, the, the simulator is as big as this room. it's incredible it's really incredible and you know a lot of the companies are going toward more toward the drone technology our our military is going more toward the drone technology and um this is just something that somebody can do if they wanted to join the military but they didn't necessarily want to be you know in the battle or something like that this is something that they can do um pretty much a lot of companies are going to it so uh pretty excited about that um there's so many different ones and and they by design you know previous administrations and everything and kind of by design had different niches for each of the high schools Mm -hmm. so but um i'm so excited we have a great cte program tyra pilgrim brian lewis um tiffany phillips that I, i i come to them all the time i i um talked to Tyra Pilgrim last week because I'd spoken to someone at Smyrna Ready Mix about a small internship over there. Um, not re- really in the concrete, but um, we're working on that. Uh, <laughs> but um, something else. So, um, you know, we, we're we just, I feel like that we're nimble enough that we can approach some of these companies that are in our area, just like Nissan, because, you know, we supply a lot of their workforce. Sure. So, um um, I'm super, super excited about um, seeing what we can do with, with a Smyrna Ready Mix because there's, they're already so benevolent to our school system. We should be able to try to do some kind of internship or something like that so we can kind of return the favor. Yeah, well, and maybe, you know, on that north end of town, that would be uh, obviously, you know, like a Smyrna or a Stewart's Creek because they're right close in the community. So who knows? They do. They yeah. do. So. Well, uh, before our time gets away, um, I I know we're kind of going back a little bit, but uh, Jazz Fest this year, Rutherford County had a a part in that. 
just to try to bring it back to make sure that these students had an outlet to, to be able to participate, and it was uh, a success. So you're kind of working on next year some now. We're, we're about to start wrapping up for next year. We're looking for sponsorships. So anybody who wants to um, underwrite it, I mean, um, it, it's not a lot in the grand scheme of things, uh, but we could probably do a, a full underwrite for about $30,000. Um, but Scott Graby with the fountains was fantastic, allowing us to use that property. That that's that that property is just it's a beautiful piece of property. Um, we couldn't have done it without him. And um, there are so many people that had worked previously with Jazz Fest that were instrumental in helping us. Uh, Katie. Uh, Katie and Claire on the board helped. Ron Alley with Carpe Artistra helped. Um, Brandy Randice with MMC. Um, Susan Gully with the Chamber. And I'm going to leave somebody out. The um, uh, the Christies who do uh, Uncle Dave Mason. They were they mm. were so instrumental. I'm, I apologize in advance, but it was such a success for our children, and we got. Because we were behind the ball when we kind of picked it up in January, we just wanted to make it for the students. We wanted to make sure if we didn't bring any pros and we didn't do anything else, we just wanted the students to have an opportunity to show their talents. And I I can't tell you how many comments I had. They were like, well, we were kind of expecting um, a school high school band. These are professional artists, you know, and so that has led to other engagements for them at the fountains because scott graby said i want to see your list of talent because i'm going to have them come and um sing or play uh, at the fountains over the next year so we'll see what what comes up with that as yeah. well so are you hoping to have the event this next time at the fountains? he said that we could have it for two years now we're ho- we, music notes that's across the street because we were he was saying at the time you know that project was still kind of viable i'm not sure where it is right now um last i've heard it's kind of on hold Mm -hmm. um so i was hoping that you know some something would happen and get more life in there because there's a lot of opportunity for students to you know intern there and still and, and it's another venue i mean we need places to hold graduation we need places to hold our event our events i mean we're just we're growing so big everybody's pushes coming to shove all around the campus yeah. so, um but hopefully that'll that'll come through but i'm so thankful that that people came forward who wanted to continue it in the spirit that it was in for the for the students and um you know there's there's some discussion um everybody who uh, was on the team has uh, has agreed to stay and there was some discussion about maybe having a friday night adult um evening and then just have an all day Saturday for the students so but whatever the steering committee is going to uh, put together is what is what we'll do but it's going to be student focused yeah well looking forward to that uh, Tammy it's always good to catch up with you and uh, I know everybody's ready for the start of school here's here's to uh, a, a good safe fun start to school here thank in a you few so weeks. much for having me absolutely Tammy Sharp joining us today she is chair of the Rutherford County School Board I do want to remind you that if you miss part of the show you can check us out um, on your your favorite podcast platform spotify google apple podcast also wgnsradio.com for podcast and if you go to wgnsradio.com slash tv you can watch and listen have a great day everybody we'll see you back next time